Bruce Lawn. Yeah, and, and, or we don't have to agree on everything, but we could be aligned on the on the vow on the on the close-handed essentials, even if we don't agree on all of the other secondary issues, right? And so theologically, right. me and you are probably going to disagree on a few things, but that doesn't mean we don't have a relationship. That doesn't mean we don't fellowship. It doesn't mean that when I go to New York, we're not going to hang out, right? Like, so I think I think that's another part. Is um, there's there's this demand for certainty on everything under the sun and that's just not that's just not how life is that's not how relationships is that's not how ministry is but i feel like there is that pressure to have this certainty are you for halloween or against halloween and I'm like, well, first of all, like define what Halloween is to you. Right. <laughs> and then right. let's 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 now let's unpack all of that, right? And and which which version right. are you talking about? And what do you mean? Am I against people dressing up as uh, sexy nurses and going and getting drunk, pitch black out drunk? Yes, I'm against that. Right. Am I am I against my son dressing up as LeBron James from or Michael Jordan from Space Jam? No, I am not against that. I am for that, right? right. So I think right. that that becomes the issue is it's one or the other. And it's like this like Pastor Mike Winger did a video, the seven the seven layers, uh the seven sides of Halloween. And he literally goes through every single side of it. And, uh, and so, like, I intentionally made my video, like, 35 minutes long and tried to hit as many of the similar points as I could. But I think people just want that, like, instant, like, because I don't think this, and you tell, you could push back on this. I don't think right. people really want to think. Right. I think we've been bamboozled by the education system right. that's supposed to teach you how to think. And I think the education system has just indoctrinated people. And so the church, right. instead of then building on, hey, we have critical thinkers who understand how to think and how to ask questions, we're now going to then further indoctrinate them some more and not teach them how to actually think for themselves and how to process scripture right. and how to think through Romans 14 and how to think through first, right? And so I think that that I, that to me is very frustrating to deal with because I feel like right. it's it's a lot of people that are honestly immature and usually right. have a massive plank in their eyes somewhere else, right? 50% of pastors <laughs> admit to looking at pornography regularly, but you're concerned right. about me and my son dressing up as as the Toon Squad for Halloween. And my, and my, 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 right. my six-month-old, I mean, pastor, you should see, yo, there were people that literally said, yes, I see it as idol worship because my 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 kids dressed up for Halloween. Like that's that's so bonkers well, and outside the realms of like just reasonable dialogue about something. Right. Well, well, well first let me just kind of say this. Um, understanding in the book of Genesis, we are creatures that are made to be codependent and interdependent on one, on one another. There's a Amen. symbiotic relationship that humans have with one another. Now, I'm saying that to say this, is that we have underestimated the power of group think. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes what people are hearing from individuals, it's not the individuals, it's the group thinking for them. Yep. People will do anything to be part of a group. We're creatures that desire acceptance, love, nurturing, part of community. So I get it. So if you're part of a, uh, a group of people that think a particular way, you end up adapting to what is called group think. And group think is powerful. As a matter of fact, it's so powerful, people would be willing to die for it mm. rather than feel feel rejected. Now, 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 let, let's, let's go back to the, 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 the Halloween thing. You know, mm -hmm. um, let me just tell you me. I am anti-Halloween dressing up, but... I am pro-love, mm -hmm. and the law of love supersedes uh, the law of letter. So when I, now me personally, 
I am anti dressing up because of the nature of the ministry that I am in. I know what it. I I, I just know what goes on there. But well, you're also a 47 um, year old or 40 year old pastor, right? Which who's right. in a totally different season than myself, right. who's 37 with little kids. So there's also right. that layer to it. But but keep going. I'm sorry. I mean, to cut right, you off. Right, right? No, no, exactly. So when I see you, no, 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 watch this. When I see you. First of all, you're into interracial marriage. That's a hum- an amazing thing. It's just an amazing thing, you know. Um, second, um, you're being a father to your son. You know, I didn't grow up with my father. I didn't grow up with my father. So just the fact that you're spending time. Well, my father's in my life now. He's a member of my church now, and, and we have a relationship. Wow. But growing up, it was it just wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So to see um, you spending time with your son, moments that can never be erased and can impact the trajectory of the direction that he goes, I see another law that trumps a, a lesser a lesser law. Rather, mm. I see the law of the spirit that kind of supersedes the law of, the law of letter. Like that's how I, I view that. And what sticks out to me is the story of Solomon mm-hmm. with the story of the two prostitutes and the daughter that mm. they slept on and one of them died and she switched the baby. And they came to Solomon and said, uh, give me justice. This woman is stealing my baby. And he said, bring me a sword. He mm-hmm. said, we're going to cut the baby in half. Mm-hmm. And one of you get the other half. And the other go- and, the- and one mother said, okay. And the other mother said, no, 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 no. Let her have the baby. And yeah. Solomon knew that the law of love was revealing, was revealing who truly was walking uh, who was actually telling the truth? So right there, that kind of lets me know. So when I see, when I saw the post, and I saw the post, and I saw people, do- I saw people dogging you for it, or people acting up a little bit, throwing slight shade. It, w- it was unfortunate because I'm seeing it from a different perspective, biblically. Now I'm not, I'm not that. My kids don't have that need. They grew up in a different environment. But who am I to tell you of your environment? And there's no, there's no sin. There's, there's no sinning going on there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of just preference so um that's just my that's my view uh on that so how do we how do we keep brothers from saying here's my preference and i have all kinds of preferences i just don't go on here and tell them but like my my preference my preference i prefer that all christians would take opportunity of this time change and get up an hour earlier and get in their bible and get to the gym and do something active that's my preference. That's a strong preference. And right. I can I can say, you know, I, I, you know, Adam walked in the garden with God in the cool of the day. The cool of the day is the, the right before the sun rises. And if you look at all the great biblical thinkers of our time, they've all woken up around five or five thirty. And I would prefer that everybody who's watching this, my preference would be that they would wake up early, get in the Bible, spend time with God, and go to the gym and do something physical in the morning, get their day started earlier. And especially guys who are dealing with pornography. That's my preference. And I think there's a ton of wisdom in that. In that, in that, I would never then go and say, well, you don't wake up until 8.30? You are, you man, you're blowing it. (laughs) You know, like you're (laughs) off. So how do we how do we contain that thing, right? Because we could all slide into it, whether it's me with the morning thing and the fitness thing, whether it's somebody that's like, listen, we don't dress up for Halloween because of A, B, and C. Um, how how do we how do we keep that that I don't know if you want to call it ego preference, whatever you want to call it. How do we keep that in check so that we don't break the law of love? 
Okay, so, man, man, we're having a really good conversation right now. Let me just kind of interject something in, not in defense for Halloween, but let me just kind of throw it, throw it in there is, if we're going to blast, you know, um, Halloween, that we need to also blast December 25th and Easter and a couple of other holidays in there. So let me just kind of throw that out there for everyone else that kind of gets caught up with the Halloween, but yet at the same time, you know, December 25th and the birth of the sun god. So they need to kind of check themselves on that if they're going to check themselves on this other thing. You know, sometimes we kind of pick and choose. Here's what I learned. Um, when it comes to what you just said is, I believe it's in the book of Ephesians or in the book of Romans, it says, let us, uh, or the book of Hebrews, it says, let us find ways to encourage each other mm. unto good works. Amen. So the goal is, the goal is never force each other unto good works, is encourage each oh, other. Oh, that's good. It, that's good. It's not force each other unto good, good works. It says encourage. Now, the word, the key word is the word itself, to apply courage which Ooh. means to give them the strength to be able to say, you know what? I do want to get up at 5 a.m. and go to that gym and work out. Not be forced. For, force actually discourages. It actually mm. saps your strength. So mm. anything that is forced actually makes you powerless. This is why the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 7, it says the law was powerless. Mm. It actually says this. It says the law was powerless against yeah. the passions of of the human the human nature and it says i would not paul said i would not have known what lust is unless the lord tell me do not lust but then it actually went on to say paul said um that the law actually empowered my body to want to do its opposite Come and then on. he goes on to say is the law sin obviously not the law is holy but it's actually letting us know the force of anything removes the strength to obey it the encouragement mm. of anything strengthens you to actually obey it. And there's only one way and one word that actually encourages us to, unto good works is grace. Amen. The Bible says the grace of God leads us to do these things. The grace of God causes us to turn away. So the way you help people is to encourage or fill them with courage to be able to go do the thing that you, which is why I encourage people to embrace deliverance. I never force people and mm. I don't argue with people and whether they embrace it or not, that's on them. My yep. job is to every time they listen to me, that they're encouraged to either reconsider deliverance, study mm. it or actually embrace it. I don't sit here and say you pastors, you know, you cowardly pastors that don't want to roll up your sleeves and help people. I don't know why pastors might not necessarily embrace deliverance to the degree that me and Isaiah Saldivar and others, Pastor Vlad, that mm. we do. I don't know why. Maybe mm -hmm. for whatever reason. We don't, we don't, we, I, I don't know why. But what I do know is that every time they listen to me, I'm encouraging them yeah. so that they can walk away and say, you know what? Man, I know he keeps talking about this point, but every time I listen to him, I feel like I really want to go back into this, into this topic. So I think it's encourage each other unto good works, not force each other unto come good on. works. Come on. Pastor Alexander, come on, everybody. Round of applause. Thank you so much for calling in, brother. I'm going to go jump back to the Patreon. Amen. Let's chat later. Man, thank you so much. Again, guys, free training. Uh, uh, find your YouTube niche. But, but, but the one I'm really excited about is we just dropped um, How to Study the Bible free course in the description, mastermydevo.com, mastermydevo.com. It's bite-sized pieces to get you more clarity, more consistency, and ultimately more application of the Bible in your personal devotional time. So that's available right for that at mastermydevo.com or hit the link in the description. And once again, guys, I gotta send a massive shout out to our incredible Patreon community 
uh, for their support to allow us to do free courses. And we got another one coming called Master My Habits, so on and so forth. So we're going to be making these more and more. Um, and it's all funded by the amazing folks at Patreon. Pay- 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 Patreon exclusive. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Hey, thank you so much for making it till the end of this video. Remember to hit that like button and make sure you subscribe. I wanted to tell you about a free upcoming course I am putting together at mastermyhabits.com. When you sign up right now, you'll be the first to be notified about the course. And in the meantime, you'll immediately get access to a playlist going over my journey on how I went from addiction to freedom forming habits. So make sure to hit that link in the description. I'll see you on the next video.